Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman joining you on a Wednesday morning. We are so glad to be with you at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Now that we're recording during the day, is that changing your Strange Brew scheduling up? How does that work for you now? Because uh, now you're just sort of already out of the house. Yeah. Um, typically, uh, I've gotten back into my running routine now. That's good. So, so usually, if we record during the day, I will immediately run after this. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe run a few errands and things after the run, and right. and then grab coffee on the way back home. I got you. Let me to, ask you a question to, about to running. fuel up for the kids. If you're running and you see a trash can, can you avoid that trash can without giving yourself a severe ankle sprain? Yes. Okay. Well, you're better at running than Michael Borky is. Then. So good job. I'm proud of you for that. Have you not I, heard about this? I have not heard this story. Oh, I'll show you. The t- it's it's bad. Yeah, he was he was attacked by a trash can basically. Trash cans. From my experience, generally stay in the same place. You know, I get that. I get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but all the same, my man got uh, brutalized by a trash can. So just, just, just be. If you're jogging and you see one, just just be be, careful. Keep a head on a swivel. Well, I appreciate you watching out for me. Well, there you go. And of course, Strange Brew Coffee House has been watching out for you throughout this entire uh, craziness. They've been open this whole time, so make sure you're heading by and saying hello to them. Get yourself a little boost to get through the day. Our good friends over at College Corner, they're still giving it away, folks. 30% off of any gift card purchase you make. You can go to collegecornerstore.com to buy that gift card. Bam, 30% off. And then continue to shop online or visit either one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. They have the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. And you're saving 30% on that gift card purchase. You just can't go wrong. At College Corner. Still don't know anywhere else in America that's selling money. But but they are. <laughs> They're selling money at less than face value. Yeah. It almost, honestly, does that not sound like a, like an episode of The Wire or so, The Sopranos? <laughs> like, what's, what's Tony doing now? He's found a way to sell money <laughs> for less than it costs. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Advantage Business Systems. They, th- that's a legitimate business now. Advantage Business Systems. Not, not that Soprano kind of, not that uh, Barksdale kind of business. Real business here, Advantage Business Systems. Uh, right now is not the time to be inefficient. Now is not the time to be losing money because your business isn't running as well as it could. Call Advantage Business Systems and find out how they can give you a hand. They have 45 years of experience, so chances are they know something you don't know about running your business, believe it or not. Call them today at 844 833 6245 or visit them online at absms.com and find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. Rumblings Day! That's a question. What is that? That's, that's my sound effects I like to throw in every now and then. What is that sound effect? It doesn't. It doesn't apply. It should be like. Well, that, that's, that's the lightning striking, and then you know, in, in theory, 
Maybe your stomach can growl or something to create the rumble. Be like a storm. What? I'm lightning. You're thunder. You got to play your role here. Hey, Dad. I'm just saying that I, I, I give the and then you like need to give a rumble somehow, whether it's your belly rumbling or you know create a sound effect, Police Academy three style with your. There you go. Is that better? Yeah. That was kind of the same. It's That's nice. our breaking news sound, but it'll work. It'll work. All right. It's dual purpose. Yes. Uh, our, the rumblings, of course, brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Move on into the rumblings and move on over to Welcome Home Beef. You can't go wrong with anything there. That, that much is for sure. There's no, there's no mix-ups there like we just had about sound effects. There's only good-tasting beef. We sometimes have, what would it be, B-Y-O-S-E. Bring your bring own your sound, sound effects. effects yeah. Well, you should bring your own beef. There you go. And it should be from Welcome Home Beef. Of course, if you're down in Hattiesburg, you don't have to bring it. You can just go swing by the Cotton Blues, get a table, look at the menu, and bam, they've got Welcome Home Beef products right there on the menu. If you're in Collinsville, Mississippi, you can go by your local Piggly Wiggly and pick up uh, Welcome Home Beef products right off the shelf. And that won't be the last places in Mississippi you find Welcome Home Beef on the shelf or on the menu as well. I can promise you that. And of course... If you just want to get those products delivered to your house, you should just give them a call. 662-418-2021. Visit them online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. Place your order with them today for steaks, burgers, briskets, beef ribs, whatever it is you're looking for. Have I told you what I'm cooking? It's not this weekend because I told you the wife's going to Next weekend, I'm doing some beef cheeks. Yeah, I'm going to do some beef cheek tacos. I'm going to have a little, little fiesta at my house. <laughs> oh, no. We... We needed the video. I know we did, but we didn't have it. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And they, all these special orders, they can make them for you there at Welcome Home Beef. So give them a call again: six six two four one eight twenty one twenty twenty one. Whatever you place that order for: steak, burger, roast, pork, sausage, doesn't matter. It just tastes good. All right. We got the rumblings. We're back in action, and we really are back in action today. And I want to tell you why. Our first questions are from Justin Strawn, and they came in at four twenty-four a.m. Man, it feels like nature is healing itself. The world is spinning right again. I mean, it's life uh, finds a way. (laughs) Here we are. All right. Uh, I feel very confident college football will be played in twenty twenty. Feel much less confident the entire season will be completed, based on the issues baseball is having. On a scale of 1 to 10, rank how confident you are that Mississippi State will play the rank the following amount of games in 2020. 3, 5, 7, and 10. So 3, I'm at a 10. That's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in 3. I feel pretty good about 5. I'd say I'm still a 10. I think they can get halfway through for sure. 7, I'm still pretty confident. I, I'm going to say I'm going to give it a 7. I, I, I'll go ahead and... I'm pretty confident they're going to get the whole way through the thing. Okay. And and I say that because I, I kind of view this for college football. We mentioned me running a while ago. Yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> I kind of view it a little bit like a run. It's tough to get started. Yeah. But once you start, yeah. you're going to get through it, through I the agree. thing. It's the getting started part that's hard. Yeah. And then once you start, you're just – there's going to be some parts that are probably eh, not, as, not all that great, but mm-hmm. – I don't feel like if they start, they're going to shut it down unless it's really bad. I, my, my ten confidence is probably about a six. I could just, just see, I could just see a game getting canceled. Well, I guess I, 
I'll give you that. I could yeah. see a game getting canceled, and and then where both teams have like twenty guys that are that are on quarantine, and they're just like, we have to. But that said, you now have you have the bye week in the middle, they, and, they and you built have the, in some you have stuff, the built in yeah. week at the end, so you make and make it up. Yeah, but which, I, is, which is why they went to the conference. I just schedule. feel like there's going to be a, there's there may be one game that doesn't get played. At least one. It could, it could happen so, that way. So that's that's my confidence. Since SEC media days didn't take place, has there there hasn't been a preseason All SEC team? Will one ever be released? The, the, the coaches will do theirs. I don't know that we're going to get a media one. Yeah, I, I would have to think. I was surprised they didn't send us just like, hey, we're not doing this, but please send us your All SEC team. I wonder if after they announce the schedule, whatever it is, they might do that. If they may do like a impromptu, because they haven't said SEC media days can't. Right, right, right. They have continued to say it is postponed or what i can see us doing some kind of virtual sec media days in august at which point if they do that mm-hmm. late august maybe even early september you get a media all sec deal i could see that happening i don't know that that's happening but sounds like it could yeah i i, I won't be surprised by that assuming the season gets played who makes the postseason all sec team well, just from an MSU perspective, I think for sure Colin. Kylan Hill will make it. KJ Costello will have a fantastic chance to make it. Errol will have a chance. And then what we're not considering here is this. If KJ Costello makes it, one of his receivers is going to make it. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to catch 85 passes. Yeah. And, I mean, you have a chance, too, for like a, a Rufus Harvey or somebody to be an all-SEC freshman yeah. if you got KJ Costello targeting that person a bunch. MSU – that's maybe a hot take, but MSU should have a first-team All-SEC wide receiver this year. They should have somebody who catches 70 to 80 passes for 1,000 to 1,300 yards yeah. and double-digit touchdowns. Yeah. If everything goes according to plan. So, we could do a whole show out of the All-SEC team. We might have to save that for another day. Uh, I started back to work on Monday. We'll see how long that lasts. He's a teacher. Uh, but my wife is still working from home. While working from home, she cooked meals, did laundry, and cleaned around the house. I told her to leave some things for me to do it, but of course she didn't. How long until this bites me in the butt? It's 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 a it, simple proposition. It hasn't bitten you already. I, it's amazing that it hasn't already. Yes, this is one of the things. This is one of the things that women do. I wish you'd help more. Okay, what can I do? Then they don't tell you what they, you need to do. You ever seen the Family Guy, by the way? And I've brought this up many times with my own wife, and it's it's a true story. So Peter comes home. He's like, "Hey, I got groceries." And Lois is like, you got what? I can't do Lois. Like, yeah, you're always saying, you know, I thought I'd help out. I got groceries. And she just attacks him and starts beating him mercilessly. <laughs> He's like, you always say I never help. And, and she says, I like saying that more than I like, like you helping. <laughs> True story. True story. Wives like saying they want you to help more than you actually helping. Just wait till the next disagreement. It's going to be brought It'll up. Be brought Justin. up. What have you done around the house? Yeah. Oh, and you can sit there and you can say Brian and Joel told me so. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Not a ton of questions here today. Did you see this this hundred dollar fried chicken thing? I saw you tweeted about it. Unbelievable. And you're you're exactly right. I there's no just way. give me the Popeyes. It's New York fried chicken. It can't be good. And then somebody, a guy tried to come in and was like, well, you get four slices of pie. I better get four pies for $100. Yeah, that's... What are you talking about? I, it would be very tough for that price to justify... No, no, there is no justification. It's fried chicken. Yeah, All right? I mean, it's... $100, you know, if you tell me I'm going to get like $100 worth of, like, Franklin barbecue or some sort of, you know, the brisket and ribs, I can get myself into that. Eight pieces of fried chicken, 
there's no possible way it's good enough to warrant that price. It's, it, it's just fried chicken. I love fried chicken. But eight pieces of fried chicken at, at Popeye's is like 15 bucks. Yeah. And I get two sides and, and four biscuits. There's no, it's not possible. <laughs> All right. It's like, it's like saying, yo, hey, we got a special deal at McDonald's. You know, four double quarter pounders with cheese for 50 bucks. Oh, what? It's not possible. So, anyway. Our good friend and host, Steve Robertson, has asked us questions today. He wants to know what our favorite song is. Papaw. Papaw Robertson. Papaw Robertson. That's right. I forgot about that. Well, he's got, look, Steve Robertson has dreadlocks. He's, he's wall-to-wall tattoos. He's rock music. we got to give him a better name than Papaw. Uh, he told it's a good, he, it's a good, cool grandpa. I texted him the other day, uh, up on, up on granddaddy, her birth, up on her birth, and he shared with me what it was. Oh, we gotta I know. Can't, I can't remember it. What breaking news? It, it's uh, let me get the, the the music, the sound again. Papa Steve. Papa Steve. That's okay. I can live with that. Papa Steve. All right. So Papa Steve is wants to know our favorite song from Information Society. Not a huge fan of Information Society. Had to look them up. I was going to say, I, we, I, you know one of their songs, I, and that's okay. the only one. It's the it's the song. It's I, I, I want to know what you're <laughs> thinking with yeah. Spock going pure energy. Yeah, that, that's the only song I know. There's no, if they don't have another song. As Couldn't have told you that too. I had to look it up. Yeah. I had to look it up. What are our thoughts on a peanut butter and apple jelly sandwich? Uh, that sounds disgusting. I, I must claim that I have eaten said concoction and? before and it's fine it's fine yeah i, I don't mean, know it doesn't sound good to me it, it doesn't to me pb and j it has to have like that purple jelly look to it though to yeah. be pb and j so it's more of for me a visual what thing what about than peanut a taste butter thing. I'm and okay. apple butter i mean i bet it'd be good what about peanut jelly and apple butter so we've reversed it it's a b and, and j no, I'm just kidding. And now we're going down a what if, what dark, would peanut dark trail. Jelly be? Yeah, but oh. I've had different kinds of jelly on my PB and J before, and it's—I mean, it's different. But rank it's okay. the PB and J jellies. I'll give you three. Ready? Apple, strawberry, and grape. Grapes one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Strawberry probably two. Okay. And then apples three. Yeah. All right. Is there a fourth that I'm not considering? No, there? but I mean apricot. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I had like a whole jar of of apple jelly, and that was all I used. But yeah, I mean. Okay. We used to have like homemade jellies and stuff around the house. Oh and yeah. Sometimes it was there was apple there. Was your mom a, a canner? Well, my my grandmother and they were canners. Yeah, they used to. Yeah, all kind of stuff. All Good right. stuff. If you had a personalized license plate, what would it say? Wouldn't it mind be like T H N D R and yours be L T N G yeah, something or something like that. like that? I don't know. What would it be? Chop on. I don't know. Can't have that anymore. Uh, sh- <laughs> you know, you say that there was a, a, a Nike shirt for the that A. Was pretty pretty new. Yeah. Uh, the other day on the Brave shop that said Chop On, yeah. um, but they're, they're not really using that now. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd probably be something Braves related. Wouldn't mine have to be like, hey, Dad, H-E-Y-D-A-D? Wouldn't that have to be it if I was going to go that route? So, I would like to get 17 OM, but I don't know if I could get it or not. <laughs> Just to see who gets the joke. <laughs> who was your favorite college professor? Ah. Uh... Hank Flick's up there. Yeah. Uh, I loved... Uh, Joel Coleman inviting everyone, but discouraging no one. I love Bob's dad, um, yeah. Dr. C. Um, it's probably one of those two. Okay. Those are the classes that, that I really... I mean, there were there were other classes I really enjoyed, but when I think back to my college days as far as just entertaining and keeps your attention, those two are high up the list for okay. sure. 
Uh, I'm going to throw uh, Dr. Duncan out. He's not he's not at Mississippi State anymore. He's a political science professor, very conservative guy at the time. Uh, I was I was uh, I, I thought he was a friend actually. He came in he came to my house for a party one time. Yeah. And drank out of a big Viking stein. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Dr. Keeley, who's actually no longer with us, uh, he taught intro to logic. That that's the hardest B I ever had in my life. <laughs> I really had to work hard in that class. But it taught me a lot. That unfortunately I don't remember. Yeah. I, I would probably construct better arguments if I did. But that was, it was a very fun class. Yeah. I thought. I thought another one in there. Karen Brown. She was. Uh, uh, another one that I really enjoyed her her classes and right. learned a lot and very smart sweet lady. Okay. Just, Last one from Steve. Who's the best Diamond Dog second baseman of all time? Best Diamond Dog second baseman yeah. of all time. That's a tough question. Pirtles up the list. Pirtles on the list. Uh, Foskey's on the list. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, trying to remember. I mean, gosh. Picking your favorite, not even your favorite, but like the best at almost any position is really tough through the years for Mississippi State. It's just tough. So I, that's that's one that requires more thought process. I, I may be a victim of recency, but I'd go right now. Is if I had to settle on one right now today, I would say Pirtle. Okay, well, no problem. With that. Um, I mean, Foskey obviously is. He's got a chance to go on to the big leagues and be a star. He's got a chance to have the better long-term career. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got more pop and that whole nine yards. But I don't know. Brett, Brett Pirtle was just a ball player, man. Yeah, great player. Great player. Uh, where are we here? Gil Manclang. Mississippi State has its newest fan. His daughter, Lucy, was born 8-2-20. Congratulations to you. Another another girl dad there. Yeah, we're just I'll be thinking. joining the club here in the uh, next month gosh. or so. So what's your earliest MSU memory? My earliest MSU memory. Um let's see. Probably the, the I was always growing up, like until I was about ten years old, I would have said, you know, I was always wearing maroon and white stuff, but I didn't really start following following Mississippi State sports, so I was probably about ten years old. Um I came up, first football game was, actually I was about 11, for the 96 Auburn game. Okay. Uh, that that game sticks in my mind um, for being the first game I, I was ever at. One of my best first really good, vivid memories, though, was at 11 years old, that Final Four run for the basketball team. Because my I think back to watching a bunch of those games with my parents, who aren't just diehard sports fans, but they were locked in watching some of those games and things so uh 96 final four runs probably what i would put up there is one of the most vivid first early memories it, it's only fair that for me my first memory is the loss being a mississippi state fan but uh the first game i went to was the 1981 game in jackson against usm tremendous game two top 20 teams it was at for until state played auburn in 14 that was the largest crowd to see a mississippi state game ever uh, State lost 7-6. to six. I, I believe Southern didn't cross midfield that day, but they scored on a punt return. But State dominated the game and just could not score. Two of the best – I mean, so much talent on the field that time. That's my first. Uh, and then he wants to know, any advice raising a daughter as an MSU Bulldog? Well, first off, you'll be lucky if she's a big MSU fan. My kids could care less about sports. My girls, <laughs> they, they do not care. Um, but that said, you know, Patience is key, I guess. <laughs> Teach your patience. Uh, 
I don't know, but if you if you learn anything about, I guess I'm sitting here with somebody that can give me all kinds of tips. But if y'all know anything about raising girls, feel free to send them my way because everybody in my house is not girls. Yeah. And now I'm about to learn the other side. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Blaine Whitehead, does our perception or outlook of Osiris Mitchell change if he catches that pass against Florida? That that is something that sticks in my head all the time. And quite honestly, that play is a little bit one of the things that started the, the Joe Moorhead downhill slide. How different a is bit. Joe Moorhead's his tenure? Tenure may be different because you go nine and three that first year because you're because you're going to win the game at that point. Yeah, that would have broken Florida, and you win that game. You finish nine and three, and honestly, who's to say that that doesn't make you spark something that you could beat LSU even? But you're going to probably go nine and three. You go to a different bowl. And maybe you, I don't know if you went because you know Moorhead's record coming off bye weeks was terrible, but it's it's just different. And then the next year, are you really going to fire him after a nine win season? I don't know, I don't know. So yeah, Osiris Mitchell, that's a, a good butterfly effect for the remainder of Joe Moorhead's tenure. Yeah, it definitely affects my perception of it. Yeah, he wants your Mount Rushmore of '90s country music. Ooh, like artists or songs or yeah, really? yeah, artists, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, Garth, mm-hmm. um, Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, Alan Jackson. Good call. Gosh, this is hard. Yeah. Because I want to put George Strait, but the, is that? I wouldn't have an issue with George Strait. <laughs> I'll go George Strait. Okay. Uh, that's a good. That's le- a good leaving one. all leaving off some good ones there. You're leaving off Randy Travis, Toby Keith, Toby Keith, Travis Tritt. Yeah. A lot, of, but those that's that's four good ones there. Vince Gill, that's yeah, a lot of good ones. There. I like my four though. Your four, no one's going to argue too much. Uh, he wants me to do the '90s rock Mount Rushmore. So whether you like him or not, Kurt Cobain is on there. Uh, Eddie Vedder, Lane Staley, and Chris Cornell. That's the top four. I don't have a problem with mine. Uh, Jonathan Robichaux, what are the best Cheetos? Puffs or crunchy? Crunchy. Crunchy. It's not, no even, it's not even close. Why is beef jerky so expensive? This is one of the great it, mysteries. It is. It is life. a fantastic question. Beef jerky is dried. I mean, you, it's not a steak. You, you, if you look at uh, like beef jerky by the pound, you could almost buy filet. And it's not filet they're drying. So I don't know why it's so expensive. I mean, the process isn't even that difficult either. Like, you can make beef jerky at home. You don't even have to have a dehydrator. You can just make it in the oven if you got time. So I, I, it's a great question. Is The Rock buying the XFL from Vince the biggest power move you've ever seen? <laughs> this is the biggest power move pulled on Vince since Shane bought WCW from out underneath him. <laughs> the name on the contract does say McMahon. Shane McMahon. <laughs> I will never, never, never forget that day. I remember t- turning on Raw or turning on Nitro. And the first thing you saw was Vince McMahon. My jaw literally dropped. And I'd only been dating my my now wife like a month. And she did not understand why I was just beside myself. She didn't understand the magnitude of the I was like, you do not understand what is happening right now. (laughs) What is happening? Because I didn't know. I didn't know that that was coming. Oh, my gosh. But that said, yeah, that's a power move. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you. I, somebody, they asked yesterday on Sports Talk, if, if, do you think The Rock can pull it off? And I said, if, if he doesn't pull it off, it'll be the first time he's ever failed. He's never failed at anything. He's always turned it into being the best. Yeah. He, he was the best wrestler, the best showman, 
now he's the best, the biggest actor in the world. I mean, even his terrible movies make huge yeah. money. I mean, the only thing that you could say, maybe, I mean, he got hurt in football, right? So yeah. he wasn't able to, to make yeah. it there, but that but was But even injury. then, he was a... He was great play, at Miami. He was playing on, on national championship caliber teams. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Trotter Flynn. Which of these spellings is great? So we're talking about good old boys. Is old spelled O-L-E, O-L, or O-L apostrophe? I would go O-L apostrophe. Yes, because then I'll tell you why I agree with you. Because you're, you're, you're contracting the word old. It's a contraction. Yeah. Old is not a word. Olay is a word. Maybe they should be called Olay Miss. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's old with an apostrophe. You and I are on the same page. Very good. I do wonder why they didn't, back in the day when they became Ole Miss, why did, why were, why did they not? Why, were, why was it not O-L apostrophe Miss? We don't need to have that discussion on this show because it'll just sleep down. Uh, yeah. There's, let's just put it this way. There's stuff on the internet you can read about that if you really want to. Uh, Brian McDuff, do you think having no, no crowds has hurt wrestlers getting over? Live fan reactions are the indications of future stars. Yes. 100%. The difference is, like, right now, with AEW, the guys they're bringing in are already over. Like, the the, the revolt and, and bringing in, I guess he's Matt Cordona now. Uh, those guys are already over. The, the problem is going to be getting other guys over. Luckily for them, most of the guys they had. But that said, watching that, did you watch last week? Oh, uh, yes. The guy Warhorse? Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. That guy can wrestle. So that's a guy that when they come back will probably be over. You know, just keep putting guys in good matches and letting them have 10, 15 minutes to show what they can do. That said, that helps getting guys over too. The fan reactions will come, I think. Yeah, it, it is tough, though, man. That, that, that is that's one of those deals where every single night they have a uh, a sounding board to see who's getting over and who's not, and they don't have it right now. So, anyway, it, it'll be interesting to see when, whenever things get back to normal. Is yeah. there is there crickets for some of these people that have given, been getting a lot of TV time? On possibly, we'll see. Possibly, if we do have a playoff in college football, we're still with Brian McDuff. Will the committee take into account losses due to players missing with COVID? I say no. I say it's no different than players missing with any other injury or illness. You know, if, if you look at last year in the Iron Bowl, did the playoff committee take into account that, that Tua wasn't playing? No. Yeah. you got to play the games with the, the, the team you have. You know, on that topic again, um, I guess going back to Justin's question earlier about how confident are we they can get through the season, I think it is different than baseball. In that in baseball, I think everyone's getting tested like every day or two. Um, in college football, if I understand it right, they all get tested, but then you don't really get tested again unless there's a reason to test you. Like if you have symptoms or if you've been in close... I don't think that they're just issuing tests every couple of days to these guys. Yeah. So I think that you may not see as many outbreaks... Um, just because they're not doing the amount of testing, I don't think, unless you're symptomatic. I think that's the way I understand the NCAA's rules, is that if you have been tested, you don't have to be tested again right. unless there is reason to test you. It's not like they're doing in the other sports, where they're just, you walk in the door and, hey, let's test you today, let's test you today, let's test you today. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I think that may... I don't know... <laughs> Or maybe that spreads it because you know asymptomatic spread, and maybe I don't know. I'm no epidemiologist, but oh, you're right. 
Uh, let's see here. Also, he wants to mention it's my good friend Riley Nelson's birthday. Greatest CPA in the USA or the world? Let's just go with the USA. I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the world accountants. So. Plus, it rhymes. It does. It does. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to ask us if either of us were forced to go on a four-day cross-country trip uh, with Nick Saban. It's just me, you, and him in the car. What are three topics we would bring up? Let's. What would we bring up? I'm bringing up the Dolphins. The Dolphins? Yeah, you definitely should bring that up. That, that, that's very fair. I want to bring up... Uh, let me think here. I, I'm trying to think of like... I want to make fun of him somehow. But the 2007 Mississippi State game. <laughs> like, you know you're only 500 against Kroom <laughs> lifetime? How does that sit with you? Um, and one more. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. You know. I mean, are we being honest here? Like, talk me through what it takes to get an elite recruit. Yeah. Everything. Also, another good conversation would be: mm-hmm. Do you ever plan on quitting? Like, what? Nah, are, are you gonna retire? Gonna die on the field? Would we make him drive some? I want to take this trip in that big custom Mercedes van that he has. I'm gonna make him do most of the driving. <laughs> Have you seen that thing? <laughs> no, I don't guess. He's got it like one of those big Mercedes utility vans that you can, because, you know, he transports his grandkids around and stuff in that. So it's like, I'll, if it's just the three of us, we've got space. <laughs> you know, nobody's cramped in the car. And then last, would we offer to pay for his food? Of course not. <laughs> He's been making $8 million. Making $10 million a year. He's buying our lunch. Absolutely not. Bryson Gunn. State wins eight games this season because... They're playing more than 10 that I don't know about. <laughs> They're not going 8-2 and two on a conference schedule, I don't think. No chance. I, I just don't What a that year out. that'd be. Well, if they go 8-2, and two, they only lose to Alabama and LSU, how upset are you right now? You should be 10-2. and two. You should be in probably maybe the like... top 15. Well, you should, be, you should be like the Peach Bowl or something. Yeah. You know? Jeez. Uh, let's see here. Not a ton of questions today. Alexandra Watson wants to know. This might actually be the last question. It is. I consider that to be a, 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 a boon for us because that means we have answered everyone's questions throughout yeah. this quarantine, yeah. and, and they're all wise now because of us. There you go. Alexandra Watson, our co- a co-worker, co-worker and her are having a debate. Inquiring minds want to know, which do you prefer, chewy bacon or crispy bacon? Crispy. For me. Joel, you might not believe this, but I have a strong opinion on this. Now. If we're making a sandwich... You asked Brian a food question. You're about to get a five-minute conversation. If you're making a sandwich, or you're making a burger, and you want bacon on there, I want the bacon to be crispy. Because you get a a contrast, right? Soft bread, crispy bacon. Yeah. But if we're just eating bacon, crispy bacon is trash. All right? It needs to have some chew to it. I want to chew it a little. Super crispy. Like Waffle House bacon, not a fan. Not a fan of that. I want some chew to my bacon. I'm I'm pretty much crispy at all... Levels. I, I like. I like a little. I like a little crisp. I want a little floppiness. Too. Now I don't want it black. You know, I don't want like a a burnt piece of bacon. Right. No, nobody but, wants that. But I, I, I want I it more crispy. I don't, I don't than, want to crunch soft. my bacon. It's just like a piece of meat. Like I don't want a crunchy pork chop unless I fried it. You know. I don't. I don't you know. The the outer coating of the meat can be crunchy, but the meat itself does not need to be crunchy. So, in my opinion, no. Bacon has should have some uh, some crisp some 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 chewiness to it. A little crisp, but I should be able to pull on it a little bit. Okay. That's how I feel about bacon. Okay. So. I'm more all crispy all the time. This place has bacon wrapped shrimp. 
It's my number one favorite food wrapped around my number three favorite food. <laughs> well, I mean, like if it's bacon wrapped something, you know, I would yeah. prefer to have a little bit you gotta of give. Have, yeah. You got to have a little give. You got to have a little give. Otherwise, at that point, you're bacon crusting. <laughs> so. All right. Not a lot of questions today. Very short edition of the Rumblings, but we appreciate you guys who sent questions in, and we'll do it every week. Uh, tomorrow's show is opponent and SEC preview. We've already lined up Mike Co- Michael Casagrande from AL.com. He'll talk about the Alabama Crimson Tide, and we'll talk about uh, Texas A&M tomorrow with somebody. We don't know how we're going to be doing that schedule prediction, but uh, we'll figure it out uh, at some point. Guys, have a great uh, Thursday, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday. For Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.